I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. Hi, this is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Christian Roth of BD Diesel. I'm Braden Fleece, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. Today, I've got Dylan from Pure Diesel Power on, and I wanted to chat with him about some emissions-equipped parts that they offer and what guys are calling in wanting to do to their trucks, whether it's a 6.7 Power Stroke or an L5P, LML, 6.7 Cummins, and just see you know what's uh, what's really popular, popular right now for like a towing setup, something you daily drive, want to get a little bit more torque out of it. So look forward to chatting with him. Before I get to it, though, I want to encourage you guys, if you're not on our Discord channel, you'll find a link down below make sure and join we're almost at 200 we just need like seven or eight more people on there which is really cool to be able to chat with you guys learn more about your builds there's a lot of cool questions you you guys are asking about you know whether you're going to lift a truck or what kind of gear oil to run doing an engine build so make sure you jump on join you can interact with us other diesel podcast fans it's a great way for us to all stay connected and be able to learn more about trucks and then ask questions I also want to give a shout out to Worldly Custom Fabrication. They're a sponsor of the podcast. We appreciate their support and we're huge fans of their products. Make sure that you follow WC Fab on Instagram, Facebook. And if you have any questions about their products, whether you have a Power Stroke, a Duramax Cummins, go to WCFab.com. They've got great pictures, tons of different options, whether it's something for like an intercooler piping kit. If you're 6.7 Cummins or Traction Bars, there are so many products they have. So make sure and jump on, check out what they have. If you have questions, make sure and shoot them an email or give them a call. Also, if you're a shop owner out there, we know we have a lot of you guys that listen to us. And you have a customer that calls you, comes in, wants some uh, WC Fab parts. Turn 14 is a stocking dealer. they got a ton of ton of different options for you. If you're not set up with them, they make it really easy to get set up. You have an account manager that's they specialize in diesel. So... The brands that you want, the questions you have, it's all right there. Plus, you can order online, get your tracking, invoicing right away. They make it super simple. All right, let's get to today's podcast with Dylan from Pure Diesel Power and chatting about what they're seeing that people want to do to their emissions-equipped trucks. Dylan, welcome to the Diesel Podcast and uh, chatting with us. I've been looking forward to being able to sit down with you and talk about Pure Diesel Power and some trends and things that people are asking for with their trucks. So looking forward to chatting with you today and learning more about you guys and and the upgrades people are doing out there with their trucks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I wanted to uh, just kind of start with Pure Diesel Powers. You know, we had uh, had Garrett on to to give some tips for you know building a twelve valve, and mm-hmm. and he had mentioned you know his truck. But so much has changed. Well, one since we did that episode, but then two is you know the kind of trucks that people are, are building. It's definitely a different landscape now. So I wanted to ask you about Pure Diesel Power, the newer trucks, um, what you guys are working on, what people are asking for. Yeah, uh, we're doing a lot of L5Ps, honestly. Um, the new Duramaxes with the 10-speed. Um, and people are loving them, honestly. And, you know, we can. there's endless possibilities you can do with your emissions actually intact. Yet that's kind of the market a lot of people didn't know, honestly, existed, is uh, all this intact. You can, you know, intact with emissions on, you can do yet. Um, you know, like we work a lot with HP tuners and uh, Duramax tuner and Corey Willis and and you can push 170 horsepower out of a stock, you know, emissions compliant truck with a good tune. Um, so, I mean, and now Stealth has their L5P turbos and fast as lift pumps. You can, and you can easily push 750 horsepower out of a stock emissions truck, you know, with some aftermarket add-ons. 
There's been, uh, you know, I think back to say the pre-emission days is, you know, you could get like a, a tune for a truck, but you knew right away, especially if it was like a Dodger, I mean, even, even the Allison's, if you push too much through them, you're just going to right away just need a transmission. It seems like the newer trucks, they have better just standard equipment or it handles it a bit better where you don't necessarily have to get into a built transmission once you get an aggressive tune. Right. Absolutely. They've definitely come a long way. I mean, you know, like the, even up to like an 08, 09 Duramax, and you put it in a hot 175 tune and your transmission is going into lit mode every day on <laughs> your clearing codes left and right. And yeah, no, you, stock trans nowadays can definitely handle quite a bit more than what they could 10 years ago for sure. Now on the tuning side, say like if we take like a, like an L5P, what sort of, what sort of, of levels are, are available in that? Like maybe, maybe I'm not taking it to the track or anything like that. I'm just, I'm towing, need a little bit more torque, want a bit, of, mm-hmm. a, a bit more drivability. What kind of setups to, you know, places offer to be able to find that? Yep. So, I mean, there's a lot of different things we could do. Um, you know, we can do trans tuning for guys that are pulling trailers every day. Um, and we can, you know, send in PCM, get it unlocked and do some pretty gnarly trans tunes. Um, as far as you know, uh, ECM tuning goes, you can do a single, uh, single toe tune. You know, pretty good heavy toe tune. Um, they actually just implemented a shift on the fly with the steering wheel buttons. Um, so you know, a lot of guys that are towing five days of the week but having fun with their truck. You know, the other two days, you can have all five settings and <laughs> go and you know beat around on a little bit on the weekend and still work with it every day during the week. So. Yeah, it's definitely uh, come a long way. So I'm pretty excited to see what comes of it. I wanted to spend a little bit of time on the L5P because I, I just, I know a little bit, but but not a whole lot, you know, as far as when it comes to upgrades for them. So, you know, say, say to run, you know, any one of the tunes that are out there for an emissions equipped L5P, do I need to do other supporting upgrades along with it? Like, um, on the fuel side or anything like that, or are these tunes built around maximizing like the stock, the stock truck. right you're the ones that we sell the most of are guys that are just you know normal street truck looking to tow you know bulldozers you know, just heavy equipment left and right um so that they don't need any supporting mods you know once you start once you start getting up there you know you can throw in the stealth turbo and you can throw in the fast and you're going to require hotter tunes than the, the main set we do usually hook people up with but, but yeah these ones are completely completely stock truck yeah, they're, they're one of the, the the really cool things I think about them is just how much power you can get for for very little as far as is upgrades compared to like older trucks where you're getting into a turbo, you're getting into injectors, getting into injection pump, mm-hmm. and then I'm getting into the transmission, and then a little bit of suspension upgrades, and all these other things where these trucks just have great power and torque from the factory, and then I'm just adding you know some electronic upgrades and. And I'm right there. But for people that want to take it a little farther, you know, say they do want a turbo kit or they do want a compound kit or something like that. Are you guys starting to see more manufacturers offer, you know, products yeah, above um, and beyond? Absolutely. Um, we actually have our local turbo guy, um, Colin Wilcott here. Uh, he used to be performance engineering. He's switching over to position one. Um, and he, he actually just has his L5P turbo going in the works as well. Um, you know, we, everybody here we all have fairly older trucks we all run one of his and you know we definitely 
definitely like his turbos around. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, he's got one for the L5P, and I know Stealth has the L5P one, and it, it's definitely coming along pretty pretty nicely. Everybody's getting in getting in the groove with newer trucks. And it's really refreshing to see how it's expanded so much. It seems like for a long time there was just a few basic things you could do to them, but now I, I mean I see. I think Whirly Custom Fab did a L5P swap on on one of their one of their trucks, and we see you know transmissions are starting. There's starting to be upgrades for the ten speeds mm-hmm. and you know, lift pumps, injection pumps, and it's it's really cool to see how far it's come from. Gosh, like you know, right at the beginning, it was like, well, you get this tune, air intake, and uh, you know, a lift pump, and that's pretty much all you could do. But it's like the the conversation around emissions equipped trucks has changed so much. It used to be always delete, 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 delete. Oh and, yeah, and and you know, and that's and we still get a lot of guys that are, you know, oh, I'm you know looking to push some power. I need to delete. It's like no, you know, a lot of guys haven't opened their eyes to the emissions equipped market yet, and that's that's the biggest thing is. People don't realize what you can actually get out of a emissions impact truck is it's pretty eye-opening once you actually dig into it a little bit one of the nice parts of it is you can just you can just drive it anywhere you know or if you want to sell the truck i've seen that a lot where if someone will message us on like instagram or something and they'll say hey i've got this i'm looking at buying this older truck and it doesn't have all these parts on it that it should have come with what can i do and it's like it puts the the, the seller and the buyer in a difficult position whereas with the parts that are available now, like you can, you can sell it. It can go get an emissions test, you know, 49 to 50 States or some of them 50 to 50. So, I mean, I think that's definitely a cool part of it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And not only that, and now, you know, there's a lot more companies that are getting into, you know, the emissions compliant, you know, they're selling aftermarket DPFs and, you know, exhausts and such. And it's uh, definitely, you know, because the stock one, you're paying five, $6,000 if somebody, you, you buy a deleted truck, you got to put a converter back on it. You're looking at five, $6,000 from a dealership versus, you know, like now GDP has some and XDP offers some and, and there's the market's getting bigger and bigger for aftermarket DPFs that are still compliant. So. I know that was, that's something that that's really cool that I know people have asked about for a long time is the, the aftermarket DPFs. What are you guys hearing? Like with the ones you just mentioned, are they, um, yeah, what are some of the benefits to them besides costs? Like, are they serviceable? Are they something that I'm yeah, not sure? Um, a majority of them are, um, you know, they're, they're all an improvement over stock. You know, the stock one is, um, you know, stock one's good, but once you need to replace it, you know, if you don't have one or so on and so forth, it's, uh, you know, I think the number one thing guys are liking is costs, but they are a little bit improved flow as well. You know, you can get a performance DPF that's going to, give you a little more flow than your stock one but but yeah other than that it costs is the number one thing that guys are fond of on those yeah i've i've seen some of the the prices from you know a dealership for a new dpf and it's like man they're it's so expensive it's like it's like mm-hmm. it's like buying a trans a built transmission or something <laughs> like that yeah and, yeah it, so yeah I, no I, it, the prices are you know that things are just going to keep getting more expensive as well, too. And that's where, you know, all these guys are definitely getting surprised at what a DPF costs. It's like, oh, and <laughs> mm-hmm. that's like the deleted market's kind of kind of coming to a downfall, to be honest. Now, with the, the Ford and the, and the Ram, are you guys seeing, 
you know, a lot of, a lot of offerings, you know, as well from, from companies. I know that there's, you know, added turbo kits for the Cummins and, mm -hmm. and, um, some CP3 swap kits and things that are designed where they're emissions compliant as well, or they have, um, you know, carb approved or carb tested, I should say injectors and stuff. But is that market, you know, progressing about the same as the L5P? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, SNS, um, actually released like their, their CP4, uh, their bypass kit, uh, disaster prevention kit. Uh, a lot of guys are really fond of that because they don't quite want to spend the money on a CP3 swap. Um, but yeah, SNS actually offers a really good CP3 swap that's emission compliant too, uh, as is industrial. So it's pretty, the market's out there. I mean, <laughs> there's endless possibilities nowadays. What what exactly does the, the CP4 bypass kit do? I, I've heard about it. I've seen it, but what exactly is it is it helping you know a truck owner with or helping a fuel system with um it's kind of like a preventative maintenance sort kind of deal um so what it's doing is it's adding a, a filter on it with some extra filtration um i'm not sure how familiar you are with the cp4s but a lot of the times they'll pull the filter out on the cp4 and you'll get a lot of metal flakes on there and and basically you know your number one goal is to not let any <laughs> any of that into your engine or you're going to you're going to be looking at a lot more than a CP3 swap. It just, uh, and, you know, CP4s are just kind of prone to failure right off the line. Is you know, one guy can get 200,000 miles off of his, and the next guy will get 20,000 miles off of his. It's just kind of hit and miss. <laughs> well, that's one of the things I noticed with it is I've seen some guys, you know, post and say, well, I've got, you know, 180,000 miles on my LML or something, and never had an issue with CP4 and then someone else is like, and I've been through two of them and mm -hmm. I had to buy a whole fuel system. And you know, that's definitely pretty expensive to do. So it just seems like it's very inconsistent with the OEM setup, you know, what, how reliable it's going to be and how expensive it could be. Yeah, absolutely. I and mean, we've actually had a couple of years, even in the shop, uh, you know, one guy we know, you know, very well that he maintains everything. He's, you know, that on time, every oil change, fuel filter change, and transmission fluid, everything. You know, he top of the line maintenance on his truck and had it fail in forty five thousand miles. It's like, so that's kind of <laughs> it's not really an algorithm behind whether the hit and miss is accurate. To <laughs> you know, I mean, one guy beats on his truck and doesn't maintain it, and he can last two hundred thousand. One guy, you know, he'll go and maintenance by the book every every couple months and you'll have it fail at 30,000. It's just, yeah, we haven't found out the algorithm behind it, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, well, it's something where you know, all these, these trucks are going to, you know, like higher pressures. And, and, and from my understanding, that was the reason for the CP four was just w with emissions in mind and what the trucks were trying to meet and the kind of pressures it can attain, but then also, you know, some downsides with it, it itself and you know people are just looking to make sure that their their trucks are reliable which is the reason we buy a diesel is we want them to last a long time we need the torque you know we want the power we're hauling stuff um mm -hmm. or, or we just enjoy the driving experience and so i think being able to put that reliability back into these newer trucks it, it, it's just so important which is what i think you know like the older ones that's why it appealed to me originally was I'm like, okay, here's this gas truck, and that, but if I go to this Cummins, it's got double the torque, and there's so many things I can do to it if I want more, and it's just a more robust design. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I mentioned, you know, possibilities are honestly pretty endless, and you can, you know, even with the emissions intact, in you can do, you know, add a turbo kit, and you can second-gen swap. Um, we actually just the other day had a guy 
Uh, he was put a second gen swap on his ambulance. Um, <laughs> he uh, was sick of the BGT on his ambulance. He did the BGT, non BGT turbo, and uh, he said they went through four four actuators in the last six months. So he said they're sick of it. And, you know, uh-huh. Ambulances, as stock as can get. You know, you put a good emissions compliant tow tune on an ambulance and it, it's going to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, the actuators aren't, I don't think they're easy to find right now. And they're definitely not inexpensive. No, so. no they've kind of hit a downfall in the market as well. Um, I know nine out of 10 times that we've looked in the past month, they've been uh, on a pretty hefty back order. It's, uh, everything's just kind of short, short right now and hard to find. And it's, uh, right now we can really only hope things get better. <laughs> yeah. It, it seems I, I, I just did an episode recently, um, you know, chatting with a company about that and just how it's different now where, you know, you used to be able to just call a place and be like, Oh, there's nine in stock. When do you want it? And now you got to dig a bit farther and, and just try to find things. And I know, you know, with all the different brands you guys are working with and all the customers that call, you know, it's probably challenging, but there's opportunities there as well to be able to get them the parts they need to keep the trucks, you know, running or, or get them the performance that they want. So I know there's a lot of pressure that you guys are under to, uh, you know, be able to, to just, you know, get parts and, and get things to people. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's the nice thing about having so many companies across the board that are, you know, given all these options, you know, if a guy calls in and wants a manifold, um, you know, like just for example, manifold, we always, you know, we stand by speed speed hundred percent. You know, and that's obviously the one we recommend, but with material shortage, you know, it, it's so hard on them and they can't keep up and, um, you know, Julie does a great job over there letting us know everything, but, uh, yeah, with you know, guys that can't wait six to 10 weeks and now they're actually out 12 weeks you know, with the material shortage and the fires up there, um, you know, BD makes one, ATS makes one, uh, diesel power source makes one. It's like, you know, the possibilities are just endless for these newer trucks. It's <laughs> I've always loved the steed speed manifold. I, I remember seeing them. I think right when they came out and I saw one in person and I'm like, this is such a beautiful manifold. It's almost a shame that you got to put the hood <laughs> down on the truck. And, yeah, no, and yeah, look at they, they make some great, great manifolds. That's for sure. Now on the, um, on the transmission side, are you guys seeing people with newer trucks, like, you know, breaking them and saying, Hey, I need something that holds, holds more power. Is that, is, is the transmission side keeping up with what the tuners and the turbo and injector companies are, are able to produce on these newer trucks? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we sell a lot of Randy's transmissions, the 68s, especially the 68 RFEs for the newer Cummins. And, uh, you know, those guys are calling in, Hey, I need, you know, I got this, 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 and this done in my pickup and I need a transmission that's going to hold it. And, and we'll send them to Randy's 10, 10 times out of 10 times. It's uh, yeah, definitely, definitely keeping up over there with the technology. I think the transmission side, I don't know why I've always been really interested in it or it's always fascinating. Maybe because it's like every time you start the truck and drive, you're feeling the transmission. Same thing with the turbo. It's like, those are two things you're always, you know, feeling and just what an upgraded converter does for feel and oh, just yeah. all those things like you're enjoying it all, you know all the time not just at you know 40 psi or 50 psi or higher it's like it's always yeah. there yeah yeah for sure and that you know you'll get guys that just want a converter too and you know we'll we do a lot of work with gear and gear and they offer a lot of custom specs and even not not just on the older trucks but the newer ones too now you know you can change your stall speed and you know 
you know, pretty much endless possibilities there too. It's it's crazy where the market brought us. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's uh it's a really cool time, you know, in in diesel automotive because so much has changed so rapidly, but technology is progressing so much. We had touched on tuning. We you know we talked about the turbo kits, but just from where things used to be, how streamlined you can keep performance and, and do what you want. I really look forward to the future of it and being able to see what these companies produce and the way that we're able to just keep increasing that power level. Because ultimately there's always that segment of, of diesel enthusiasts where they might not tow that much. They just want, they want performance. They want to go to a dyno or go to the, the drag strip and, and have fun. So I'm really looking forward to seeing where that goes with, you know, I think the, the, the DPFs, the aftermarket DPFs are definitely going to help with the, the tuners and just how it all comes together. I'd love to see, you know, an 800, 850 horsepower, or maybe one day higher sort of, you know, emissions compliant setup, you know? Yeah, so. no, no, the combination of everything is, is just kind of insane to be honest. And, you know, you can throw, you throw a turbo and a, a manifold and some injectors and, CP3 swap and a good tune with a, you know, well, obviously transmission, but, but yeah, no, you can definitely push some, push some pretty wicked horsepower out of uh, some emissions compliant stuff. So uh, well, I don't want to figure it about the, the, the pre 2007 and a half guys, it, but as far as, you know, new products or, or new things, you guys see some of that technology trickling back to the older ones, whether it's with tuning or whether it's with, transmission options or turbo kits or is there is there still innovation being had on pre-2007 and a half trucks there is um not not as much as there used to be but there definitely still is companies out there that are you know not definitely not forgetting about the old guys you know? <laughs> uh, yeah no it's uh I, I drive an O2 myself so <laughs> <laughs> is it a, a vp44 no, no, I actually have a Duramax. So I got okay. uh, all the goodies in there, kind of a street beater. But <laughs> nice. What what have you done to that one? Um, that one I actually have a, a police pump in, um, some industrial, uh, put the industrial uh, the CP3 swap in it. So uh, with the uh, regulator and put some LDS injectors and lift pump. You know, obviously built trans at that point in time on those because. <laughs> You know, the older Allisons, especially the five speeds, they were not really, not really built for much more than stock. So, but yeah, I actually used some uh, dirty hooker diesel head studs and, you know, that's, that's another thing that uh, they actually came out with Cummins head studs now with ARP's material shortage. It's uh, DHD is definitely, definitely on top of the game for sure. I'd heard about that. I, and I've come up on a couple other podcasts just with some material, you know, issues, which is, you know, happening to a lot of places, but just head studs have been tough to find. Yeah, no, ARP has been um, just on a wicked shortage. It's, uh, you know, they can't find the material and when they do, they can't keep up with new orders. They can't, and it, you know, obviously not anything on ARP's end. It's, it's just a material shortage and it, it's crazy. The industry itself is just, Right now, it's a, a tough time for everybody. And, but yeah, I definitely think DHD uh, definitely killed the game with their coming studs coming out at the time they did. They're uh, definitely at a good time. One of the things I've been really, really happy to see and proud to see is how the, the diesel industry has been able to adapt to the last 18 months, which 
you know, when everything happened with the pandemic, it was like, well, what's going to happen? Like, you know, what's going to happen with parts? Am I going to work on my truck? And am I going to buy a new truck? And just, it's been so many things out of so many different angles. It's been really cool to see, you know, companies like Pure Diesel Power um, and a lot of the brands that you mentioned be able to withstand it and and change change with the, the what's going on to be able to you know, keep parts flowing, keep, keep things, you know, available to be able to get. So, you know, just covering diesel, it's been really cool to, to watch that and see, see the, the dedication and the compassion, um, the, the drive that people have to just help people, you know, help them get their trucks running, help them fix stuff. The, the racing stuff we're seeing, you know, I've had racers on there talking about, you know, just being in the pits and, People are like, hey, man, how can I help you? You need to borrow some tools and just all that kind of stuff. I think it's really brought out the best and, uh, you know, with the with the diesel community has to offer. So it's been been really cool to see that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's definitely a big thing. You know, the diesel industry is, has definitely been brought closer together in the last in the last even year, you know, over the whole COVID ordeal. Um, yeah, everybody's been definitely brought closer together. You know, you got companies that are rather than trying to compete, they're, you know, Hey, you know, right now we don't have one of these, but this guy offers, you know, a really great part. And, hey, and it's awesome to see, you know, I'm sure you want the sales, but hey, it's like, you know, right now we don't have one, but hey, I can recommend you to go here and get you fixed up and ready to go. And Yeah, good to get the, the truck back on the road. Well, it was, <clears throat> it was really cool to chat with you, Dylan, and, and learn more about what kind of emissions on stuff that is out there, what people are asking about, and, uh, you know, just be able to to help people that, you know, maybe in the market, you know, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of people that are kind of in that stage of, should I fix my old truck or buy a new one? And they gravitate towards the new one because there's so much technology in them, so much refinement, but they, you know, they're enthusiasts. They want to do stuff to them. And they think, well, right. is, is there really a lot I can do to it? You know, what <laughs> can I make 650 horsepower? You know, so it, it was cool to chat with you, learn more about you guys. And, and I appreciate your time today. I wanted to to ask you know if someone's listening and they're like hey i want to do this stuff to my l5p or i want to mm-hmm. do it to my six time power Shore commons what's the best way for them to be able to get in contact with pure diesel power and, and ask some questions right yeah so uh we actually have uh, on our website you know right to www.puredieselpower.com uh, we have a live chat feature and we have uh it, we actually implemented a submit an inquiry so we'll get back to you that way as well um otherwise you can give us a call with any questions at 715 715- Cool. I appreciate your time today, Dylan, and uh, sharing knowledge with us. Tell us about your LB7, which is, uh, I've always loved those trucks. I wish when they were out, I would have bought one. Uh, (laughs) I really do, especially now. They're just like, they're just so, they're so cool being that first like common rail truck to uh-huh. hit the market and the aftermarket's, you know, so, so big for them. So yeah, it was great chatting with you and look forward to doing it again down the road. Yeah, absolutely. Don't forget, Diesel fans, make sure and head on over to WCFab.com if you're looking to upgrade your Cummins, Duramax, or Power Stroke. And if you're a shop owner out there looking to offer WCFab parts, jump on to Turn14.com, get set up if you're not already. They make it super easy to be able to get set up, order parts, get them to your shop, and keep your customers' trucks back on the road. Also, if you're looking for more from the podcast, more content, more ways to engage with us. We did start a Patreon and there's going to be a link down below for that. It's as low as $3 a month and you get exclusive episodes that we don't play anywhere else where guests are, are jumping on, chatting with us, you know, sometimes just about trucks, just you know, talking about the passion for them. Um, you know, what, uh, what things they'd recommend to do with a build mistakes they made along the way 
doing a build or just really cool technical information. So we want to be able to offer that to you guys. And if you're not on our Discord, make sure and jump on as well. We got a link down below. Until next time, keep the shiny side up.